going to do it. Or Apparently it didn't. It didn't do it. Ah, <laughs> there it is. Just in case you need a reminder. Well, now hey, we got it. So the truths in this video that are expressed are our opinion. Our opinion. But we're talking about truth today. And uh, <laughs> yeah, here we are. So guys, welcome to what the, the heck's up. Welcome to the self-evident podcast. You may notice we got a little bit different background uh, because we are on location at an undisclosed location. Working on something undisclosed. So actually, we can tell them. Can we? So go ahead and tell them. No, you tell them. You tell You're them. the one doing all the work. I'm just talking. So I'm writing a book. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We're finishing up uh, the tribalism book uh, that yep. should be coming out here soon. God willing, and then we'll be working on, and we kind of, but behind the scenes, are working on a second book called Church Liberated. So, the first one here on tribalism is really exciting. Um, this is a project we've been working on for a minute, um, and we had some, you know, a ghostwriter before help us, but we're here to finish that. So we're we're kind of getting together, but we needed to do a podcast, mm -hmm. and I'll tell you why, because we didn't think this through. <laughs> you probably could have had Carrie do a live one with a with a guest. Oh, that would have been a good idea. It would have been sweet, but yeah. no, I was not thinking nah. because I don't. We, where is we everyone? Freaking it. yeah! No kidding. Get, get on the get on the live. Uh, share the video. What we're, the heck? We're like ten minutes. Ten in. minutes in. Ten minutes in. Well, three. But I mean two. Whatever. Hey, 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 hey. say hi. Say hi. <laughs> share this video with all your friends and neighbors and all that crap. There's probably people on Facebook. Good morning, bro. Good morning, Josh. Uh, but there's probably someone else. You could we can type. Hot oh. dog boy. Oh, oh do it there. there. Dang. No, you can't. You got to use that. Oh, <laughs> pull it down. Never, never pull mind. it down. Pull it down. No, use that bottom button there. Hey, I, there I don't know how tablets So, work. hey, good morning, brother. I'll type it here. But, hey, so we got a lot to talk about this morning about truths. And, um, oh, um, naturally. So, go ahead and share this, guys. Yeah, share it far and wide. Let people know. Make the announcement. You know what? I'll grab my laptop i'll start this is this is this is nothing new by the way that when we go on facebook or or youtube we don't get the notification until minutes in so it's like it's whatever right and we should because we're we're in charge of the page so anyways our topic this morning it's actually going to be a two-part series it's called what is truth are you sure um isn't that funny josh I, we don't get notifications for this and i i don't understand why and 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 it's fine it's not but it's fine right because people will hear it anyway it's not, but it's fine. It's fine. Anyway, uh, but truth and t uh, Mike and I were here talking about what is truth and and what does that mean to the Christian, especially in an era where people are like, I'm finding my own truth. Now you probably heard these arguments before. That's not the question at, at hand here. The real question at hand here is, should we even be involved in those discussions in the first place? Because truth isn't uh, subjective. Truth is objective. And when most people get into these conversations, you were talking to me about this morning, like what we we're going to talk about this morning. I was like, yeah, what is the truth and what does that look like? And look what's happened when we have left off things like truth. Look at our nation as a whole right now. and Look what's been happening. I'm, not, I'm looking over here because I'm looking at myself and I should be looking here at the camera. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Um, so. So what is truth? And, and I want you to kind of get into the details or the deets, if you will. Yeah, so true. Uh, what is it? <laughs> I just said that. I know, I know. 
<laughs> but I just want people to know what is it? What is it? What is it? No, you so, were, yeah, you were talking this morning. Go so ahead. he and I were talking, and and this actually stems out of an idea that we're going to be talking about next week of how easy it is to start manipulating truth and perverting it, and it it becomes a powerful tool. But one thing we were talking about today is like everybody has their own truth, and situations crop up where people are are really taking this battle. Yeah. You know, and and I've got my truth and, and they've got their truth. and But I've got the real truth and they're telling all the lies. And the problem is we all see things from our own point of view. And so then you really have to start dialing into, OK, what is the truth between this person, that person, that party, that party? We're writing a book about tribalism. The danger of tribalism is you start to buy into your own truth. And so then you decide that the other side is only telling lies right and so one thing that we want to get into and and he and i are going to just kind of have a discussion and pull these thoughts apart is what does it mean to be introspective mm -hmm. on an idea or a topic or or a battle and pursue truth and i'm going to start this off and i want massey to carry this is like i think the first step in order to actually come to truth is humility. Well, I think the reason why is because humility in and of itself, if you look at the concept of humility, puts yourself at a position to learn. If you're not willing to be teachable, Bible's very clear, those that are meek will inherit the earth. That's one of the Beatitudes Jesus taught about. The word, the word meekness actually means two things. When you have power or strength, it's put under control. So in other words, you're tempered in the strength that you have. But the second definition of meekness is teachable. Are you teachable? And if you're not teachable, you will never understand truth because you won't open yourself up to truth. Now you will understand your truth is what the world says, right? But here's the problem with that. When you have your truth, you're not willing to hear anything else that could be contrary to the truth. So what you do then is you become prideful in what you're thinking. And then you say to the other people, well, it's because you don't want to hear my point. Well, aren't you doing that to me? You're not hearing my point. I'm not objectifying my truth. I'm telling you this is the words of Christ or this is the words of God. I even ha I have to walk back a statement I've made for the past couple of years. Um, I don't like making arguments from authority. I, I still agree to that in some sense. But listen, if I say the Constitution says that's an argument of authority. Right. Well, how come I can't make an argument scripturally? Like if people say, well, I don't agree to your God. Well, I know that. But God is the author of all things, right? But you live in this nation, so when I say constitutionally, that doesn't make sense. Everybody understands that. Say, okay, cool. We we do always sit an argument from authority, no matter what. We're always talking about who's an authority. If I say, well, I believe this, you're making an argument from your authority. Your authority is you, right? So the big issue we have here is humility. If and the you know what's crazy? That's the number one word the Bible constantly talks about is humility. Flee from idolatry. Flee from youthful lusts. Walk in humility. Make sure your tongue is in subjection. Make sure that you're humble uh, before your Lord. Fear God, keep his commandments. Uh, the Bible talks about being in subjection to leaders above you. That's humility. Make sure to put others up, above yourself, the Bible says. That is humility. Make sure uh, greater love has no man than this. He laid down his life for his friends. That's Christ's words. That's humility. Everything in the Christian walk is humility. And guess what the world teaches you? Humility is weakness. You need to find out your truth because that's, that's, that's where... Uh, you know, that when you find your truth is when you find your real self. Christ is telling you to give yourself up. 
deny yourself, take up the cross and follow me. Yet you're trying to find yourself. And I want to find out for me who I'm really supposed to be. Seek the one who created you and he'll tell you the purpose of what your life is. See what I'm saying? And so like even in America, Karen and I have been talking about this a lot. The whole purpose of America was not just to be a nation. It was to be free so that I could be in my own property, my own land, my own house to raise my kids the way I thought. Well, if you wanted to be an atheist, as a matter of fact, founders even said you can't force people to be Christians. So there's 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 all this reality of, of, of liberty that America was founded on. But the principles of Jesus Christ, the principles of Christianity, the principles of the Bible were inculcated in the founding of America. Why? Because God loves liberty. That's it. I'm not promoting America first or any of that stuff. Uh, we, we can talk about that later, but I'm, I'm not I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not like America. It's all ever. Dude, liberty could exist anywhere. Look what's happening in Italy right now. Yep. The idea of liberty is now being birthed in someone who's saying, no, God first, family second, that kind of thing. Do you see what I'm saying? So like, but back to this topic of humility. If you don't have humility, you're never going to be able to talk to the person. So what does it take to get to humility? Showing them where they're off. How does God do that? He created a standard. It's his law. Nobody can keep the law. So the moment you get an atheist to say, man, I have broken all those commandments, there's humility. They've just admitted they've done something wrong. Now you can speak to them. Yeah, and that's, I think that's such an important factor in how a person approaches getting to truth is because a lot of times what will happen is you deal with a person or you deal with yourself. You know, always start with the self, right? And we, we come to a claim, we come to an idea, and we decide that's the way it yep. is. Now, any information that contradicts that, and, and we're speaking to ourselves on this, on this, right? Of course. Any information that comes to contradict that, we throw out as much as we can. Truth. We, we try to get rid of it. We try to, to argue against it. Well, I've got a reason for that. I've got a reason for this. You ever notice that when, so often when somebody makes an argument or even a scientific experiment, they've already got the conclusion in mind. They're just trying to find the evidence in order to prove that conclusion, right? And so oftentimes when we go searching for information or we go searching for answers, it's not that we're actually searching for the answers. We're searching for something that will prove us right. Where we find truth is, like Massey was saying, that process of humility, that process yeah. of, I think, introspection is so important because what a person can do is, okay, where am I off? Where, where might I be wrong in my assumptions? And it's that. hard for us to do. It's hard for me to do. Where am I off? Where, you know, he and I were having a conversation where I, I'm continually checking myself and, and I'm not doing it perfectly, but you know, <laughs> both and, and of us trying to be vague, right? <laughs> both of us. But, but yeah, you, you try to check yourself and say, okay, where am I wrong? Where am I biased in this? Where am I off? If we don't do that, and we just and and especially if we're working through pride, through bitterness, through anger, through hurt, what happens is you're giving up truth, and you're saying, "I just need my truth." You look at what what Satan works so strongly in our our overblown emotions. He works so well when we're angry, when we're bitter, when we're prideful, when we're hurt, right? And down to justifying it down to so this yeah. is the, the most dangerous thing is if you're not walking in the truth right and this is all something we need to talk about right the fruit of the spirit if we're not walking that we're walking in the paths of the flesh where does that come from where does it originate from right and you will even justify your position 
because of how inside you feel, right? Going back to feelings. And it's dangerous if we're not humble. Like the bottom line is no matter how many times people screw you, we're supposed to walk in humility. I'm talking about not, I'm talking about abuse. I'm talking about physical abuse or anything like that. I'm talking about someone's going to do you wrong in your life. It's got Christ is the prime example. Okay. Someone's going to do you wrong in your life. And you have two options to stay angry and get angry and get bitter. Right. And you can justify it. I can't trust that person, blah, blah, blah. And you can, you can, you can, uh, what do you, what do you call it? Play mental and, 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 uh, wordy gymnastics to justify your position and hold the whole time jesus is saying if your brother has something against you go reconcile before you make your offering you can't you can't beat those scriptures right you can't you can't beat that if you've been abused right like mentally or physically or whatever you got to go to the lord with that lord how do i how do i walk through this how do i navigate how do i get counseling but i have to forgive too because i don't want that bitterness on me right there's still an issue of forgiveness it doesn't mean you got to trust that person or i'm sorry doesn't mean, yeah, trust, but it doesn't mean you got to be with that person or, or, or be around that person as a friend or whatever like that. I was under that for 12 years. I get it. I'm not going to go be under that person that was uh, mentally and spiritually abusive. But I had to forgive and move forward because it was hindering my prayers to God. And I was not being forgiven myself if I could not forgive, the Bible says. Right? Forgive for, uh, uh, forgive us of our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us, the Bible says. So the bottom line is, though, that takes humility. All of that takes humility. And, and some, of, some of you say, you don't understand what I went through. I don't. He does. I don't. I can't speak to your hurts. I can't speak to your position. I can't speak to where you've been in your life. But the world will tell you, nope, you need to stay away. It's toxic. You need to just go on about your life, right? And they're going to talk you out of how to do it biblically. I'm not saying all counselors. I'm not trying to blanket all counselors. I'm saying the world will tell you to stay away from Scripture, to do it the right way, and do it their way. And you know what they're going to keep having you do? Come back to them. When, when you forgive somebody, it's done. When God heals someone, it's done. You know what doctors have been doing for a long time now? And, and medical people who deal with the brain, you're a, you're, you're a brand new druggie, basically. They keep you on the system. You know what I mean? Like you got to keep coming back and you got to keep doing this and that. It's always going to be like that. Whereas when God moves your heart to forgive when god moves your heart to be forgiven it's over when i was when i asked him into my like to, to be lord of my life lord take control of my life now i'm on the cross it's done it is finished i don't need to keep going back lord make sure that i'm no i'm his now i'm sealed to the day of promise it's the same thing with forgiveness the same thing with truth he's given the truth we have to walk it out and we can't keep sugarcoating what truth is especially in a nation who wants to know what truth is outside of god's truth and you know what they end up doing? They keep changing. They, listen, listen, I'm just going to throw this out there to you. I just want you to hear me because I wish I had this video queued up because we were really prepared for this. <laughs> of course, naturally. I saw a dude get asked by a lady, if a man dresses up as a woman and claims to be a woman, is he a real woman? Is that person a real woman? And the guy says, I hate the way that question's formulated. What's a real woman? She said, well, a woman is, you know, a woman, a woman, right? Today they're telling you they don't even know what a woman is. You see how their truth keeps changing? And it'll keep doing that because they don't know how to have truth. And yet we're here counseling each other on what truth is. It's ridiculous. This is why you need to stand firm on the word of the Lord. And I don't care how many people tell you the word of the Lord is written by man. That is the stupidest argument because if we're going to use that argument, so are Nikola Tesla's, so are the science books of today, so are the geographical books of today, so are uh, uh, books like uh, um, socialism, Marxism, government books, all written by man. But we believe those. And we don't believe the word of God. That's divinely inspired, by the way. 
See what I'm saying? This is where we got to walk this line. And you can't be afraid to walk the line. And it, people, I know some of us, because I used to do it a lot. Yeah, you're right. Truth, truth, stand the truth. But then when it comes to hit us in the face, like I got to confront someone with the truth. They're like, I, I, I don't want to lose that friend. I don't want to do. Look, if they hate you for the truth, that's, that's going to happen. But you're not doing it out of a heart of hurt or hate. You love that person because you don't want their soul to perish. You want their soul to have everlasting life. You want them to be united with the one who created them. That is love. And when truth comes out that way, they may hate you for a minute, but I promise you when crap hits the fan, they're gonna be, you're gonna be the first people to call because they know you cared. Right. And that's where you have to be. Sorry, I talked a lot. No, no, you're good. I, As you were talking, it reminded me of this concept of, so Christ tells a parable where Somebody owes the king a lot of money, right? Goes to the king, please, please forgive me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. King says, you know what? I forgive your debt. You're okay. Guy goes out. Another servant owes him hundred bucks. Grabs him by the throat, says, you better pay me. Oh, just give me more time. No, no. I'm not going to give you any more time. The other servants watch that. They knew that was junk that was crap so they bring him back before the king king goes how wicked of you you know what you're gonna sit in jail until you pay back every mm. penny you owe now we always look at it in the sense of forgiveness but i want to i want to something that we unpack. may miss uh, unpack, unpack this. This. pull this apart i would like to there's, extrapolate there's, extrapolate out there's, of the scripture so there's something that i think a lot of times we miss on that he says, you'll go to debtor's pr prison until you pay back every penny you owe. How are you going to earn money and pay back every penny you owe Ooh, if you're prison. sitting in debtor's prison? So the question is, because we always refer to it as like, Christ is the king. If we don't forgive, we'll be thrown into prison. We won't be with the king, that kind of thing. I'm not saying you're wrong. That rhymed. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong, but what I'm saying is think about this. If you don't forgive, right, then all of a sudden, everything else, you've got to pay back. Truth. And you'll never be able to pay it back. You'll never, because you're sitting in that area where you cannot pay it back. Truth, yeah. And, and so our interactions with other people, the question becomes, there's that, that old statement or whatever, you know, like uh, uh, unforgiveness it's it's something about like it's a poison that you use but ends up killing yourself it truly right? does it truly and does. it's so true you it truly you, does you never the situation is never rectified by your unforgiveness it's never paid back by your unforgiveness right so what good is that unforgiveness actually doing you nothing but the problem is your pride tells you you're you're safe. This will do sure. better for you. You'll be okay. No, what you actually end up doing is causing scars in your in your soul, in your spirit. You're you're scarring yourself with unforgiveness to where you can't progress forward. You ever seen somebody who's really bitter over the long term against something that happened 30 years ago? Are they a more vibrant? happier freer person or are they somebody who carries the weight right they can't pay it back they they can't relieve themselves of the debt the debt just gets worse could you imagine 
if you got thrown into debtor's prison and your debt was carrying interest, that's what unforgiveness does. It carries interest. So after 30 years, it's not just the original principal debt that you owe. It's the interest of everything piled on. So now all of a sudden, you're not carrying 100 pounds of unforgiveness. You're carrying 1,000 pounds of unforgiveness. So even in your own self-preservation, forgiveness is so important because you're relieving yourself of that debt and burden. You're, you're going to the person, whether physically or spiritually emotionally and saying i release you from this and you actually see with clearer eyes when you get to that point you will see more clearly the whole situation you can start to look at it objectively because i guarantee you if you're looking in unforgiveness you're not looking at the situation clearly bam bam back to truth <laughs> no it was good that was good I was like, no, I'm it's just no, my no, opinion no, hey, hey, it's hey, just hey, my no, opinion no, it's all good no 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 it's <laughs> I think like they're all saying here, like so good, appreciate all that stuff. Like, I think it's amazing. Like, and if we were to click on the comments here, we would see, man, the internet really is great here, isn't it? And maybe we should just do it from here now on. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at those. Look at that, huh? Look at this. Who is that pretty lady? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. So, hey, I, I'm just gonna walk this truth line real quick so we can get off because we got to work on the book and you'll see more. When it comes out, I'm, I'm reading Third John 1. You know, if you've never read Third John, you should read it. it. It's actually a really cool little book. It's one chapter. But he says, um, I have no greater joy than this to hear my children walking in the truth. And what's unique about this, what is the truth? Read First John. Read Second John. First John talks about the truth is Jesus Christ saved you. He's your advocate. He'll keep you and preserve you. Jude is right after Third John. He says he will, he, he will make you walk in the truth. He will make you walk. He will present you faultless and blameless before God. The truth is Jesus Christ resurrected for the souls of man. And the truth is that his word and his spirit transforms us into looking in the image of Jesus. Even Paul said that, follow me as I follow Christ. So we're not following man. We're not following even my opinion or your opinion, right? What you just said should be checked by all of us. Like, right. hey, scripture says this, you nailed it, though. Like, you can't deny scripture says that. Right. And the bottom line is you want to walk in truth no matter what, no matter even in times of inconvenience. The truth is always the truth. And, and this is where we challenge you. And this book will challenge you when we're done with it. Are you walking in truth amongst those who are part of your party, your political party? Are you able to tell them, hey, are we walking in the fruit of the spirit here? Are our FJB stickers and all these other things dominating our gospel? We got to be careful, right? Because this is real talk now. This is real talk. I love politics, or I'm sorry, government as much as the next guy. I talk about it, right? But when your God starts to become government, you start to see, hey, they're the only ones that can fix this. No, honestly, the founders knew who their God was, and they fasted and prayed to him over 1,500 times, states included. I think we need to start there, too. That's what this book's going to expose. The bottom line is I'm willing to tell the truth to the people in my party, to the people on my side. I'm willing to go to President Biden or Trump or Obama and do these things if I was ever invited. Heck, yeah, I would. Not because it's prideful, but because I know that truth matters and their souls are on the line if they're not walking in the truth. Doesn't matter who it is, right? I know you can get hated for not walking the line of the Republican Party or the Democrat Party. I know you can get ostracized for not fully agreeing that Trump should be... It doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter. We're Christians. And if the fruit of the spirit is not evident in what we're talking about, then we're not walking in the truth. We're walking in our own opinion and we're walking in the flesh. And I think we need to be there. So that's what this book's going to expose, I think, more and more as we finish it up. And Destiny said something that I want to show. Just hit it again. Oh, jeez. You got to hit it twice, system, but... man. This whole system. I can't geez, figure it what, out. So what two-bit two system is this? Man, golly. Amateur hour. So Destiny says, if you can't correct them, that's when it's concerning. And I want to add to that of... Oops. I want to add to that that You're good. it's not just... If, if you can't correct them, let's look to ourselves too of like, can we be corrected? Um, do we do we automatically defend against something that somebody Ooh, else has yeah, said? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you're right. And, and I'm not saying you're wrong, Destiny. I, I just want to add to that of like, this becomes- He's correcting you. A, a two things. <laughs> I am telling you truth. <laughs> Will you accept my truth, Destiny? So there. It, oh. it's, it's crazy because it's such a minefield. Because as soon as it you is. start talking about truth, everybody's like, well, your truth or my truth? Are you right or am I right? And you could easily go down the deconstruction route and say, well, nobody knows truth. There is no truth. We're all just spouting our opinions. No. And and that, that gets into a whole different thing I'm not going to get into. But to, to round that out, what destiny destiny what you're saying you're absolutely right of like there is a concern if somebody's not willing to hear out your side or hear out your perspective because we should take in another perspective should weigh it out and weigh it against truth which is scripture right yeah does this align with christ and that gets into the whole argument of i believe christ is objective truth yeah guys comment where you're from right now that's a cool little option I didn't even know. You can do in chat overlay. I just want to see. Can you guys comment where you're from right now? And hashtag live liberated if you can. Share the video too as well. This is kind of cool. Like we can see all the comments. We're we're playing with the system right now. We really are. This is truth. <laughs> but or not. You don't yeah. have to do that, I guess. No, Whatever. Uh, or is it not showing up? No, it's somebody so say something in the well, comments. Yeah. What's your favorite color? Clap for me. When Jeb Bush did that. <laughs> Please clap. Please clap for that. <laughs> there it is. Four Pierce. Look. I want that clip. That's dude. pretty cool. I want to put that clip in our, our collection. So yeah. we can just point. Please <laughs> clap. There was more comments than this. I just found that little chat over there. That's kind of cool. Yeah. You can see all the comments. Yeah, there you go. See, um, we're learning something. Yeah, we're, we're, we're pa-learning. Pa-learning. Anywho. So you got anything else? No, anywho. <laughs> so, guys, be a be a part of our Torch Bear program. Help us raise Get this a new system of, that we can yeah, that work we can, without us. See? Right here. Be a, be a monthly partner. Get a course kit. Get See a that? Get a sweatshirt. Get a t-shirt. And hear the words of our illustrious leader. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him uh, foot, excuse me.
Yes. Yes. It's fact.